Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen. If you are a first-time listener, welcome to the locker room for all you old-time listeners. I know you guys are probably a wee bit surprised about how this episode is out early, but after this past weekend, ho, 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 how could I sit back? Because this last pay-per-view of the year... It has the most controversy, I would say, and I think you would all agree, of any ending pay-per-view the UFC has had in the goddamn history of the sport. So, instead of this episode dropping usually on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, we're going to drop this on December 12th, and we're going to talk about this right now. UFC 282, the last one of 2022. (laughs) Maybe there's a curse in there. Who knows? I'm not a conspiracy theorist, COVID and all. But <laughs> this card, it was just plagued just from the the get-go. We should have seen the signs. It was just being chopped and butchered before the event even began. We had the main event of Yuri Prohoshka get canceled a week before. He even relinquished his title. So we were supposed to have a new crowning of a light heavyweight champion this past Saturday. And... It did not happen. It did not happen. Who would have thought, who would have thought that the main event of the evening would have ended in a goddamn draw? A draw? This is, if I am not mistaken, which I do not believe I am, this is the first time in history where the light heavyweight division, not even the light heavyweight division, any champion in the UFC is just not crowned. Currently, as of right now, we do not have a light heavyweight champion, which is just, it's insane, it's crazy, it's crazy how the judges' scorecards read, it's crazy that it was a draw, and it's even more bizarre that after, okay, Yuri is the uncrowned king, he's injured, his title has been stripped. We were supposed to be crowned a new champion this past weekend between Jan Blahovich and Magomed Ankalaev. Ended in a draw. No champion. There's no champion. There's no champion. When has this ever happened? And it is just so strange that I believe everyone in the top five is either out, booked, or injured. So... What they had to do, which is the most bizarre thing ever, I don't. I also do not believe this has never happened. About let's see, three minutes after the pay per view was over, uh, Dana White came out in the post fight press conference, and now they're booking Glover Teixeira versus Jamal Hill next month for the vacant title, which is very strange because Jamal Hill should not be there. The other contenders, um, who else is there in the light heavyweight division? Glover's book, Jamal Hill's book, Anthony Smith is injured, Jerry Pahachka is injured, and Alexander Rakic is injured. So this is just not only a mess, but it just also lets you know the absolute dominance of John Jones. Ran over this division for 10 years. 10 years he kept that strap, gave it up, and now it's being passed around like a doobie at a Snoop Dogg concert because it is straight-up hot potato with this light heavyweight championship, and I'm all here for it. I'm all here for the chaos and the drama that is happening in the 205 division. Everyone on the internet is getting mad. Our Hawani is cussing out the judges. I believe the one judge, Doug Crosby, 
who actually screwed up this whole entire thing, and he has a history of screwing up fight cards and scoring. And it is just so bizarre. It is strange. Dana White was swearing at the post-fight press conference, just so upset. And it is just so weird. And you just can't help but know that John Jones is sitting at home, smiling ear to ear, giant grin on his face because he's just sitting there like, yep. Yep, you guys miss me now. You guys remember remember when I was champion? Remember when we had peace at the top of the division when there was no controversy who the champion is? And that's exactly what's happening here because in the span of two years, the title has gone from Jan Blachowicz to Glover Teixeira to Jerry Pahaczka to nobody... That's how it's sitting right now because we have no champion. And next month, we have Glover Teixeira versus Jamal Hill. And it, it's strange. And then who who gets the winner of that matchup? Is it Jerry Pahashka? Is he going to be cleared by the time the dust settles next month in Brazil? Are we going to get Alexander Rakic in there? And the one big elephant in the room, the one person I feel bad for the most, Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith was supposed to be fighting Jamal Hill in a few months, returning from injury, and the UFC just went, nope, nope, gotcha, and they snatched his opponent out. Not only did they remove his opponent, they they placed his opponent in a title matchup, something Anthony Smith has been chasing his entire career. This was literally his gateway to getting a title shot while he's sitting on the sidelines. And they didn't even tell him. <laughs> they didn't even tell him. He was doing the broadcasting at the main desk. And they turned the cameras to him. And he was just shocked. He couldn't even talk because he was so pissed off as I would have been as well. And you could tell because John Anik, bless his soul, he had to come in and cover up because Anthony Smith wanted to drop all types of F-bombs. And he just had to interject. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Before you say anything, remember... Mickey Mouse is the boss here, you know, you know, Disney owns ESPN, ESPN owns the UFC, so you can't really say too many bad words while you're alive on the air. So my heart goes out to Anthony Smith. There's just so much going on right now that is absolutely insane, and I'm looking forward to seeing this event play out next month in Brazil, as you guys sh- should as well. And the other elephant in the room, what are we going to do about Patty the Batty. Patty the Batty. He is supposed to be the UFC cash cow, and you could see it. You can see it with all the advertisement, all the promotion that is going on. The UFC is putting all their money and all their backing into Patty the Batty. They really want to find their next air quotes Conor McGregor, and it seems like it was. It's supposed to be this guy. Not with that defense I saw this past weekend. Not with that robbery that everyone clearly saw this past weekend. But they, they even panned the cameras over to Joe Rogan when they read those judges' scorecards. And you can see that he was not having it. He knew that this was BS across all of the board. And it is just insane. It is insane that this guy believes that he's going to be the next biggest thing. This. Not while Dustin Poirier is fighting. Not while Michael Iron Chandler's in the division. And don't even get about Islam Makhachev because this guy. It, it, it's crazy 
it's so there's so much chaos going on and just absolutely love it i'm excited and as you all are as well to see where patty the batty is gonna go with all of this because he got cracked with some shots from gordon he really really needs to work on his head movement because it seems like his coaches i don't know if it's his coaches that are not really getting him to move his head they should be seeing this in the film he keeps his head straight up and his opponents are reading it and if you see opponents like gordon who are not even ranked are able to tee off on him and it's just a little bit alarming if he really does want to be champion so especially with the weight gain if you guys don't know this guy fights at 155 pounds but in between camps he gets up to 205 pounds and then a month before he fights he cuts 50 pounds imagine getting in a cage in front of the entire world and trying to fight a man to the death in your underwear while you just cut 50 pounds of your natural walk-around weight. That is not good. I don't know how he does it. It definitely takes a lot of mental discipline and just hard work, but it's just that cannot be healthy for the human body or brain. So, A lot of controversy, a lot of drama to really end the last pay-per-view of 2022. And I'm excited to see where the dust settles this week with all of the other media outlets. And you guys should as well. Check out Michael Bisping's podcast. It is very good content, very MMA comedy related. It's called The Believe You Me. He's one of the great podcasters out there. And another honorable mentions on this pay-per-view main event, uh, Darren Till, he was looking to get back to winning ways, but he did fall short against Duplessis from South Africa, surprisingly, with that name. And Darren Till, I'm not sure what he was doing outside of camp, man, but he just looked like a fish out of water. And Ia Tapura getting the win over Bryce Mitchell, thug, nasty Mr. Flat Earther himself. Fantastic fight back and forth with uh, Ia Tapura getting the submission in the second round. So he's going to be a problem for this division. I do believe he's going to get another top 10 opponent in his uh, next fight. So very, very excited for that one. And for the last event of the year, non-pay-per-view, we are looking up this upcoming Saturday. It's going to be Jared Cannonier versus Sean Strickland. That should be a fantastic stand-up affair. I'll be uh, dropping that episode either this Wednesday or Thursday, so make sure you guys tune into that one. Send in your questions, and I will check you guys out next time. Peace.